This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Cooper Boardman, on WEEI. All right, let's go. Red Sox Review. 8-2 win over the Cincinnati Reds, and uh, that is not even the beginning of the stories. We welcome you to it on Red Sox Review. Cooper Boardman live from Fenway Park. Andrew Meehan in our WEEI studios. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, I would love, love to be coming on talking about the home runs, uh, everything that the Red Sox did late in this game, a win in a night where they really needed it. But uh, the only thing we're talking about right now is left shoulder soreness that is the official word on chris sale for the red sox who again if you're just joining us first of all welcome red sox win tonight chris sale exits his outing 59 pitches into his game two outs into the fourth inning with uh it's just a weird scenario where he throwed a pitch and alex cora came out with the training staff they talked to him he talked him off the ledge walked him back to the dugout he finished one more batter they came back out and that was it and it was um a lot of emotion written on chris sale's face as he walked off the mound a few innings later we got the news the red sox saying left shoulder soreness I got a lot to say. We want to hear from you, 617-779-7937. That's 617-779-7937. Text line open as well at 37937. But before we get to uh, any of what you have to say, any of what I have to say, I got to hear right now from Alex Cora, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, who uh, just took the podium moments ago and, uh, of course, has the latest information that we've got right now on Chris Sale. Um, this is sore shoulder. He'll have an MRI tomorrow, and we'll know more. So, hoping for the best. Obviously, it didn't look great. Uh, the Vila was down. I'll say in the second inning, right? We went from 95 to 90. So, um, you know, let's wait and see. Have you said anything about discomfort, or are you just going by the? No, there in that inning, you know, he's. The way he was moving on the mound, and obviously, kind of like people notice it, and I kept looking at the velo. So, they had some 95. So, but uh, like I said, we'll we'll check tomorrow and see where we at. Um, yeah. And what you know, what changed over the course of like two pitches there for you to just? That I cannot be irresponsible. You know, like we've been through this uh, lane for a while and uh, we know each other and uh, obviously it's not easy because of what he's gone through but at the end I gotta take care of him you know it's like I know he tried to take care of us but uh, it doesn't work that way from my end and at the end <clears throat> it's Chris Sale over the Red Sox and he wanted to finish it but nah like, give it a shot but then after that it can be I mean can be responsible. We'll see. I mean, there were some guys there that, you know, we get red, yellow, orange, and blue, and green. Not too much green on my car today, but uh, Justin came in and get that out, and then he gave us three more. Wink on back-to-back nights after what happened yesterday. He did a good job. Stuff was really good. Uh, Pivetta was great. Um, you know, 
velocity was good, throwing a lot of strikes. Um, like I said yesterday, that was a positive yesterday. I don't if there's any word better than positive, you guys can write it, you know, that was impressive. And then Chris threw the ball well, you know, I'm just you know, lined right the other way and the, 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 the base hit and you know, we kept fighting. Uh, that last inning was good. I think we started controlling the strikes on a, little, a, a lot better. He was outstanding today early on. Uh, there were some at-bats there that uh, I wish we could take it away, you know, be more patient in certain areas and in certain counts. But uh, overall, a good W. We needed that one, you know, especially what happened, you know, the first two games. And we've been talking about, you know, when we lose, we lose big, right? And, uh, you know, to, to get this one and, you know, um, it, it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, he got a change up in the zone. Huge. Uh, then the base hit going the other way. He's been controlling the strike zone. That, that's something that uh, we, we always talk about. When you start walking, it means that you see, you're seeing the ball and uh, put some good swings. Um, we played we play well today. Um, you know, and uh, now we just got to be ready for tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, the 2 will take, huge there. Not trying to do too much, kind of like staying humble. You know, just let the bat dictate what you want to do. He was hunting for a pitch and put a great swing on it. The base running play was better, to be honest with you. Uh, we have a one run lead, contact, getting a rundown, second and third. Then you saw what happened, you know, the buck. JT did an outstanding job getting to third. Yoshida getting to, to second, the buck, and then we just kept going. So uh, there were some good things for how negative it's been the last few days. And uh, like I said, just show up tomorrow and play good baseball. Going back to the pitching, how does your approach change when Chris has to come conversations with Bushy and Tech and, and the medical staff and understanding that it was a quote-unquote emergency and that's how it is on the card, you know, emergency only. So, yeah, you know, we, we use some guys and, you know, they did a good job. <clears throat> so tomorrow, obviously, you know, we're going to be short. We probably, you know, make some moves, whatever, and then just be ready. But it's one of those that you have to reset in a sense to, to, to keep going over the weekend. You know, it's going to be a long weekend, uh, four games in three days. So uh, you just got to make sure... We, we make the right moves and be ready for tomorrow and obviously for the rest of the week. Okay, Alex Gore, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, talking tonight. 8-2 win over the Cincinnati Reds. You're listening tonight to Red Sox Review on WEEI. Cooper Boardman here with you. And um, obviously the, the news about Chris Sale. And <laughs> how, about, how about that? I say, here comes the news. And really the answer, of course, is at this point right after the game. There is no news. Uh, MRI tomorrow, and we'll know more. Uh, once again, if you've, you've just joined us, it is the big news of the day. The Red Sox winners. But Chris Sale left this game. 59 pitches into his outing. He went three and two-thirds innings. He was great while he was in there, save for a few swings and a few doubles in the inning before. As you heard from Alex Cora, the velocity dipped a little bit, and then two outs into the third, well, one out into the third inning. Alex Cora and the training staff came out, in a long conversation. If, if you weren't with us earlier, Kike Hernandez kind of gave us a little bit of a blow-by-blow of how that went standing out there on the mound and just Chris not really answering many questions. You know he's that kind of competitor. You know he's the guy that's going to, you know, he, he is quite literally going to be dragged off the mound kicking and screaming if he can be. And, uh, and they left him in for one more batter. He gets an out. 
he threw a really good slider to do it, and then Alex Gore and the training staff back out there, and um, as, as you heard Alex kind of uh, walk through it in his mind there moments ago, this is about Chris Sale, this is about his health, this is, you know, as Kike put it to us, you know, a few minutes ago, don't let something that could keep you out just tonight or, you know, a shorter-term deal turn into something that has been uh, much, much longer. And um, so there you go. Once again, MRI tomorrow, and we'll, uh, we'll know more, obviously. Uh, and certainly we all will. We'll be refreshing Twitter up until then as uh, Chris Sale leaves, but the Red Sox do win 8-2 tonight over the Cincinnati Reds. This is Red Sox Review. I'm Cooper Boardman. We're live from Fenway Park tonight as the Red Sox get the win. And... Um, all right. Well, first, 617-779-7937. Give us a call. Text line open as well, 37937. I see some of the text popping in, so I get to that in just a quick second. And, um, you know, I, I sit here, and it, it, it's hard to it's hard to say something that hasn't been said before about Chris Sale because we've just been saying the same thing uh, over and over again over the last, uh, you know, last couple of years. And, I just I feel terrible for him for for Chris the the person for Chris the pitcher because this is somebody and and gosh we're we're all crossing our fingers and hoping like you know you can't hope I mean certainly Red Sox fans uh, are as well that uh you know that this is nothing more than just kind of a scary situation and uh you know just one to make you nervous one to bite the the fingernails down to the nubs and then say okay he's gonna make his next start and obviously that's the hope. But, of course, uh, between bicycles and uh, Tommy John and, and everything in between, you know, that hasn't been the Chris Sale story over the last few years. And, and he is just, and again, this has been said over and over and over again, and I'm a little sick of saying it, but it's just so important on a night like tonight for him. He has just stood there and, and been completely blunt, completely honest, and frankly, just taking it on the chin uh, over the last you know couple of years about wanting to get back, fighting to get back, doing everything he can to get back for him, for this team, for the contract he signed, for the pitcher that he wants to be for this team, for the guy that has obviously had so many wonderful moments postseason and otherwise in this ballpark, in this uniform. And so to fight his way back, to be pitching the way that he is pitching right now, coming into the night. I mean, he was really good tonight when you look at, at what he did. Three and two-thirds, he strikes out six. The, the fastball at 93-94, playing harder than that. The slider, despite everything you want to say about metrics and break and all this, I, I mean, it was effective. And then some, and this is the guy that he has been. And... You know, uh, Will Fleming said this uh, earlier on in the broadcast. He said that. I have said this. We've all kind of said this over the course of this season. That for a Red Sox team that has so much variance in terms of who they could be on either end of the spectrum, Chris Sale is is the, 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 the zenith of that. He is the top of that mountain of what are the Red Sox going to be? What is Chris Sale you know, going to be and so to see him on kind of the upper echelon of what you dreamed he could be 
frankly speaking, over the last you know few weeks here, the way that he's pitched after that such inconsistency in the cold weather early on in the season and all that, to see him really starting to take steps to look like the man that we love and, and know and dream of him being and all of that. I mean, he was amazing in May. 242 ERA, that's just one of the numbers that you could point to to why he's been so good. And, and so all of that, and it's a big backdrop, but that is the backdrop for what we saw here tonight. Uh, and again, it's a story that that you all know, that I know, that every, you know we all know here. But uh, man, it is just—it's a tough one. It's a really tough one to swallow. So again, uh, I hesitate to 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 say anything more other than what we know, which is left shoulder soreness. And you sit and you you hope and and you know what? If we get bad news tomorrow, I'll be on the airwaves tomorrow night after the game. We we could talk about it then. But uh, you know, uh, obviously. That is, uh, it's not ideal, certainly for Chris Sale in, in, in this Red Sox group. You want to talk about it now? That's cool, too. I'll do it. 617-779-7937. The text line uh, at 37937. We, we, there are a number of ways we're going to go here. Before we do that, uh, just a reminder, you, you heard it earlier, uh, the, the big swings of the night, uh, Will Fleming and, and Joe Castiglione from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show. You deserve a car that thrills you. Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself today and shop NissanUSA.com. Cooper Boardman with you. This is Red Sox Review tonight live from Fenway Park. We take you up till 11 p.m. Moving away from Chris Sale just for the moment and just kind of where this all fits in for him and for this Red Sox team. It's a big win tonight. Uh, again, uh, you come in, uh, you know, this team, and, and, and we know it, right, had been 13-13 uh, 13 and 13 over the last 26. They'd closed the month of May with three straight losses. Those three losses came by, what, a combined four runs. They lost 7-9, 14 out of 20, whatever. Uh, just a million numbers that say this team has not really uh, been on steady ground for a little while in terms of wins and losses over the last few weeks. And that, uh, you know, based on what we saw in the first couple of games this series, made tonight just a huge game. And Alex Cora managed this game like it was a big game. And I think... Uh, what we saw out of this bullpen after Chris Sale. Sale goes out, and you're kind of sitting here like, all right, they need a win tonight. How is he going to find his way and navigate the chutes and ladders of this bullpen? After, by the way, last night against the Cincinnati Reds in the loss, the 5-4 loss, he went to Cutter Crawford. He went to Josh Winkowski. He went to Chris Martin. He went to the artillery, did Alex Cora last night. Well, tonight, he went right back to it. And I think, again, that tells you everything you need to know about Chris Sale, uh, you know, and, and him exiting early. It tells you everything you need to know about the really the import of this game for Red Sox team that had dipped down towards, uh, towards uh, uh, you know, 500 really, you know, for the first time in a long time, one game over coming in. And so Sale goes out, Justin Garza comes in, Holy cow, Justin Garza. I mean, that is that was a huge, huge inning and a third that he gave him to get him out of that fourth inning, add one more, and then, uh, you know, again, to see Josh Winkowski in the game for the second straight night. Uh, I, I mean, that is, uh, that tells you, again, everything that you need to know. Is, it's just the second time this year he's gone back-to-back. So, core goes to that. Then he goes to Nick Pavetta, who goes back-to-back for the first time this year. And how about uh, Nick Pavetta? He cooked tonight. Uh, it was 
it is again what is reminiscent on uh you know what he was in in, in 2021 in that postseason and, and we all know the numbers we all know the moments we all know kind of everything that that he brought uh, forth for for this Red Sox team and he looked like it tonight so again that's something I'd snapshot I'd put it in the bottle and I'd, I'd throw it out to see and hold on to it because if he can be that for this team it's just another weapon in a bullpen that is all of a sudden chock full of weapons. And then sticking with it, more heavy duty. Chris Martin comes in. Obviously, they tie the game. They double the wild pitch, the uh, RBI single for Cincinnati. But, you know, this is a dude that has, has stranded 95% of the runners that he's gone, uh, that have been on base against him this year. That's a blip. And then, of course, the, they explode. The Red Sox do for all those runs uh, late in the night. And they win at 8 2 over the, the, the Cincinnati Reds. Again, Red Sox review tonight, 617-779-7937. The text line open as well, 37937. Cooper Boardman here with you after an 8-2 win in which Chris Sale exits the game early after 59 pitches with what the Red Sox are telling us is left shoulder soreness. All right, the phone lines are open, so I think we should just get right to it. We have uh, Ken in the car. Ken, you are on the air tonight on Red Sox Review. Hey, I appreciate uh, you taking my call, Cooper. Awesome job, by the way. And I just want to give a shout-out to Joe Wheel. If, uh, I know that's your colleague there. Yeah, He's great a heck Joe of a nice guy. Yeah, Joe, you guys are awesome at this. I mean, this this has been going well, but on to the game. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really unfortunate with uh, Chris Sale being down only last in, what, three and two-thirds, as you mentioned. I mean, we're hoping for the best. I don't know if he's going to make a trip to the IL, but like you said, we won't know till the MRI. But uh, alluding to the Red Sox, I mean, I'm glad they salvaged one game out of the three-game series with Cincinnati. This is a series that I feel like they should have either won two out of the three or swept. I know Cincinnati's been an up-and-down team, but I just wanted your thoughts on it. Yeah, Ken, I appreciate you as, as always. Thanks for listening as always. And, you know, Here's my deal. Let's go with just before we get to Chris Sale, because we got a little bit more on that, just about this series in general. You know, and it is cliche to say you got to take care of business against the bad teams. The Reds aren't. I mean, you look at their record. It is better than I think anybody in Cincinnati would have dreamed up this season being to this point to be within games of 500. But you kind of go through the schedule for the for this Reds team and you go back, you know, a couple in the last couple of weeks. Like the Yankees went to Cincinnati and swept them, right? Uh, the the uh, Red Sox in this series, and I'm just using that as an example because that's an AL East opponent and obviously these are the guys and the horses that you're trying to keep up with. You know, the the problem really is is that there's just no reprieve, right? You're going to get three here against Cincinnati, and you finish that two out of three. And and I agree that they're they're you know I think the Red Sox would tell you that you would have hoped for more. It's just it's not really about the Reds. It's not even really about these three games in particular. It's just about what looms on the other side. You've got four over the next three days against the best team in baseball that has really shown no sides of slowing down. And, and, and for the Red Sox, a team that just you're just trying to check wins. I mean, it is it's tally marks at this time of year and especially, you know, come Memorial Day weekend where you look around and you say, all right, like, where where are we? What, what are we? 
you know, the Red Sox find themselves in last place, and if you put them in another division, uh, you know, you would they would find themselves in second place in the American League Central. You know, they would be in a better conversation in the American League West, and that's before I even start talking about the NL Central or something like that. I mean, it just is, you know, th- that is what is frustrating, I think, about, you know, these three days. But kind of uh, all, on top of all of that, uh, if you're the Red Sox, they're, there's still some good here, and I think a win tonight, the offense looking the way that it has, Kike Hernandez hitting the way that he has, Rafi Devers looking like you know, the, the guy with the big stick that, that we know and we love and all of that. Uh, again, I, I, the, the 14 out of 21, those losses coming into the night since that eight-game win streak, the seven out of nine, I lean away from that and a little bit more towards what we saw tonight, assuming there is health in the rotation, which takes uh, me all the way back in a roundabout way back to Ken's initial point, uh, the caller there. And and uh, again, he's sitting here twiddling his thumbs as we all are, kind of waiting to find out what the answer is about Chris Sale. But it is a, to be, it is a complexion-changing night for this Red Sox team in terms of what they can be. Uh, just because he's been so good, just because of of what he looks like and how how consistent he has been over the last month, and again to to just be sitting here on a night where they get a good win, and and, and thinking about left shoulder soreness, it, it's it's frustrating for this team. All right, uh, Red Sox review rolling along tonight. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. The text line three seven nine three seven. I see the calls rolling in. We're gonna get to a quick break. We'll come back. We'll take your calls, and then we'll give you the big takeaways of the night. Get you set up for the the big series against the Rays, and uh, why maybe you should be feeling good about Tampa coming in here. Dare I say it? All right, all that coming up. We're back in a moment right here. It's Red Sox review uh, live on WEEI. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. The pitch home. Swing. There's a drive. Center field. High and deep. Back by the bleachers. And this ball is off the top of the wall. Here goes the runner rounding third. Verdugo will score in a long double. Off the safe light hourglass sign by Raffy Devers. And the Red Sox lead it 3-2. He missed a home run by just a matter of inches. High, towering drive, and the Red Sox move ahead. Joe Castiglione from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show. Rafael Devers with the double. That was a game-winning swing as Red Sox would blow it wide on open, a six-run bottom half of the eighth inning in an 8-2 win over the Cincinnati Reds. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself today and shop Nissan USA. Dot com. Welcome back. I'm Cooper Boardman. We're live tonight from Fenway Park, 617-779-7937. The text line open as well at 37937. Red Sox win. Chris Sale leaves 59 pitches into his outing. We've been on this all night. We heard uh, again from Alex Gore. If you weren't with us, the, the only news we have is that there will be an MRI tomorrow for Chris Sale, and then we'll know more. So that's where it is right now uh, as the situation is developing. And obviously, uh, as we stay on the air here, if we hear anything else, if we feel anything else, uh, you will have that information as soon as we do here at Fenway Park. But I'd imagine, uh, if I had to guess, that's probably our last full update for the evening on his health. Again, uh, Chris Sale leaving early, three and two-thirds into his outing. That was really good up until that point with uh, what the Red Sox are calling left shoulder 
soreness. All right, uh, let's get to the calls. Right back to it. Uh, obviously, we're all talking Chris Sale. We're all thinking about it. 617-779-7937. We go back to the phones. In Fall River, we've got Wally. Yeah, what's up, Coop? Uh, you look at the top of the Green Monster tonight. You can wait. They had a feast out there. They made me hungry all night. They're having lobster rolls, everything else. And I'm home sitting in front of the TV having my Italian grinder. But as far as Chris Salem Paxton, they're no spring chicken scoop. You know, they've been out a while. So anything you really got from them is gravy. Uh, you weren't expecting them to win 15 or 16 or 17 games this season. But uh, this team right now is really, you know, it's a marginal playoff team. You've got to get Duval back. You've got to get Starry back. And uh, every team's going to be looking for pitching. But uh, even if Sale misses a start, uh, you can plug, you know, Pavetta in for a couple of starts. So, uh, But a lot's going to depend on this weekend. You know, the Red Sox are going to have to be in top one, the top dogs coming into town. They can't have no brain cramps. But uh, what do you think of the chances of them taking three out of four from Tampa? Ooh, that's a loaded question, Wally. No, I think, you know, I, first of all, flip a coin on that. Uh, but I, I do think this uh, about Tampa, and I appreciate your call as always. We love hearing from Wally. You got you got one tomorrow night that I think is entirely winnable, right? Garrett Whitlock and and what he's been when he's been at his best and when he's been at his best, nobody has considered really touching him. And I know you know the transition into the starting role is not is not an easy road against Tyler Glasnow, who has been one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's been pitching in baseball. And 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 he had you know he got it was an oblique in February that kept him out for for a lot of the start of this year, and he's just not quite had his big moments. Yeah, he's barely pitched this year to this point, but that feels winnable. And then, you know, Saturday's interesting. You've got the doubleheader. What I'm really interested in is is what they end up doing with the pitching. You know, it seemed like uh, you know, Kluber was was a possibility, and, and we'll see kind of how Tampa matches up. But, but I, I do think the fact that you're going to get four games against them uh, in a limited amount of time. I know the Red Sox bullpen, you know, is maybe not the the deepest and the most rested right now. But remember, Tampa is a team that is so reliant upon these one, two inning guys from different arm angles back and forth. The the idea that you can play the, them a lot of innings in a compressed amount of time. Again, we're talking about a team that's 40 and 18. I'm not, you know, uh, swinging my arms around like, all right, yeah, let's let's face the race. But I think if you you got to do it, you've got to play them this amount. That's not the worst thing in the world. And then you get to Sunday and you've got Brian Bayo back on the mound and he, he's been really solid against Taj Bradley and that'll be one of the best pitching matchups among, you know, a couple of under what 24-25 year old pitchers uh, in all of baseball. So, what are the chances? I mean, the Red Sox are going to have to hit, but that's true at against all teams it was certainly true against the Cincinnati Reds I think you know the the bullpen blips that you saw last night from this team uh, are not indicative of who they are and I, I would argue tonight that they pretty much showed that outside of a double that Chris Martin gave up and a ball that swibbed away uh, you know from that from Connor Wong in a wild pitch outside of that but you know, and this takes it into a larger point. And again, Wally, appreciate your call. 617-779-7937. The text line is 37937. Cooper Boardman with you. This is Red Sox Review live from Fenway Park. We're up until 11 tonight, so if you got some calls, you got some texts, and I'll get to the text in a moment because it ties into a couple of the thoughts that I have as well. Um, get them in right before 11 here. But, you know, 
from an offensive perspective, what this team did in the, in the bottom of the eighth inning, <laughs> by the way, J- Justin Turner, uh, <laughs> or, uh, excuse me, Alex Verdugo, getting my beards mixed up, Alex Verdugo uh, lets his bat go you know, into the, the front row here at Fenway Park, and the whole place is chanting, keep the bat, and all that energy out of Sweet Carolina. And this team, you know, in all seriousness, really did take over from there. I mean, it was a huge swing by, by Rafi. You look at, and I know his numbers surface level for what, you know, you pray and really know he's going to be, you know, aren't outstanding as they sit right now. And the slug is there and just working on kind of, you know, hitting for more average. And even the on base can probably be uh, higher than, than it has been and certainly has been over the last few years. But all of his underlying numbers, the 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 hard hit, the the you know where he is expected to be batting average wise and on base percentage, he's been a little bit unlucky. And and I thought tonight you you started to see how some of those swings uh, really did start to show itself into positives for Rafi. And and oh man, I mean that swing to center field, that's a he was unlucky again. Honestly, that home run, Will Fleming said it was out in 25 out of 30 ballparks that I just wasn't out of this one. And uh, but he'll take the double for sure. And then they intentionally walked Duran to load the bases. The bulk obviously was gigantic at that point uh, to extend it. And then with runners on second and third, the, the two run single by Kike Hernandez, who now this piece of paper says it in front of me has eight RBIs in his last seven games. I mean, he's a run producer, man, when he's going right. And so, again, to tie this all back to what Wally was saying, what a few of these, you know, these texters uh, are saying and, and just, you know, reading about, give some credit to Cora about the, the using the bullpen tonight and all of that. And, yeah, to be fair, the weather tom- tomorrow night might have something to do with it. But when you look at kind of how this team won games in April and how the margin went their way, it didn't go their way in May. And so tonight, as you turn the page to a month, it was nice to see it go that other way in every Good luck department other than Chris Sale's good luck department. So, yeah, there you go there. And, I, I, again, I, the Kike and just kind of as, as we wrap it up here, just a, a few quick thoughts that I have as we go rapid fire around tonight on, on Red Sox Review. Cooper Boardman with you uh, live from Fenway Park uh, uh, on WEEI. Kike Hernandez hit 218 in May. And that's just one of the numbers, that, really the slugging number is the big one at 295. He just didn't. He just didn't have extra base hits in the way that when he gets hot, we know he can. And I think it is a big question about kind of the the fork in the road, the the Robert Frost of it here between which Kike Hernandez you have. Is it 2021 Kike Hernandez who hit 20 home runs, who slugged up near 450, who you know maybe even overproduced what you you dream T could be or is it 2022 the guy who, who hit six home runs you know all year and, and we've seen in spurts what he can do obviously when he gets hot and that is kind of a, a thing that I'm sick of talking about because it, you know at a certain point it, it's only worth as much as as kind of what the results are over 162 but when you talk about this the ebbs and flows of a season and this offense just needing a little bit more behind it I think he's a very 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 big part uh, of what this team you know is going to do and and tonight obviously he he carried it in 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 many ways the the home run early in the game that was a big one uh his fifth of the season 
And then the run, again, when you talk about run producing, that two-run single in the eighth inning really blew it open. That made it 6-2 to two at that point uh, as well. I do have just one quick one. That music means we got to get out of here. How about this one? And for those who know me, you know my background's in Worcester uh, with the AAA club, the, the Worcester Red Sox. Connor Wong tonight hit a two-run home run. And if you were with us, you, you heard this, that the, the ball landed in the front row. And it was an, an outstanding catch in that front row by Worcester Red Sox bat boy, Aaron Buckley. Shout out. Shout out to him. Uh, go Sox to him, right? And uh, so the guy who used the bat boy for Connor Wong and AAA catches his, his home run tonight. That's your story of the night uh, as well. Uh, just a little, little something to smile about, obviously, in, in light of uh, everything with Chris Sale and, and all of that. Okay. Uh, we are back with you tomorrow, uh, 6-10 pre Brought to you by Mass Mutual 710 Game. I'm back with you after the game on Red Sox Review as the Sox. Big four games here coming up against the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. Eight two winners tonight. That'll do it for Doug Lane here, uh, for Andrew Meehan in our WEEI studios. I'm Cooper Boardman. We will talk to you uh, tomorrow night. This has been Red Sox Review right here on WEEI.